0: Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, HealthLock.com. Go there today. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, it is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal's not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign-up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code SEAN. S-E-A-N.
1: Well, we're coming
0: to your city. And, you a we'll be than a and if you want a little bang in your yin
1: come along. 93% of small businesses fear a recession, and 89% are affected by
0: inflation, supply chain issues, and workforce challenges. Two-thirds of Americans feel that the economy is in a recession right now. Uh, I don't think he's too
1: worried about popularity.
0: I read that Dr. Fauci said that he plans to retire by the end of President
1: Biden's term. And then everyone turned to Biden like, is there anything you'd like to announce, too? Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city.
0: Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country sound. Country song.
1: Sean Hannity Show. More behind the scenes
0: information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of The Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. All right, day 340, day 353. Joey promised he wouldn't abandon our fellow Americans, green card holders, Afghan allies, and abandon billions, tens of billions of dollars of military equipment. But he's turned the page. The mob, the media, they've turned the page. They don't care. Uh, it's interesting to watch now that the New York Times has written now, what, a series of three articles, Joe is too old, shouldn't run, can't run in 2024. Um now the late night comedians oh it's okay we can now start making fun of biden all of a sudden they've had all of this material for the last what three and a half years you know when you consider the campaign they, and they've used none of it but now because uh the it's become fashionable joe's approval rating is in the tank we have a new low today uh 31 percent disapproval rating one in One and a half years since Biden took office, Americans give him a negative 31 to 60 percent job approval rating. In other words, a 31 percent job approval rating, a 60 percent disapproval rating, according to Quinnipiac. (laughs) By the way, he only has two percent approval rating among Republicans. Independents only 23 percent approval rating. Uh, Democrats, uh, only 71%, even 18% of Democrats disapprove of, of his handling of the job. And registered voters give Biden, you know, a 33% job approval rating, just as bad. Anyway, response to uh, coronavirus, I don't understand this part. This is the same idiot that mentioned monoclonal antibodies twice since he's been president. And the guy that ran out of tests over Christmas, a time when you're more likely to have people in close contact and a higher higher incidences of, of COVID, which we had last Christmas. Um, his response over the Russian invasion of Ukraine, he's way underwater. For foreign policy, only 36% approval rating, 32% on gun violence, the economy, 28%. I mean, the guy's headed into the, the 20s, and it's um it's pretty amazing to watch you know the mighty uh joe biden fall the problem that that most people haven't thought through let's say biden can't finish his term because of health reasons which is a possibility then you get the giggling vice president word salad vice president that's going to be a disaster nobody even wants to work for her she she can't retain uh the people that are working for her um Seven in 10 Americans don't want to see Joe Biden run for president in 2024. Only 24% would like to see him run for a second term. 54% of Democrats say they would not like to see Biden run in 2024. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Um, well, we'll have to see the most urgent issue, obviously, in the country today is inflation. Ranks first following gun violence among uh, Republicans, uh, immigration and other issues. Uh, all it's simple, basic, fundamental economics. When asked how closely people are following the January 6th uh, committee, 28 percent of Americans say very closely. Um, I don't even believe the numbers that high. I don't think it's that high at all. Because you know, uh, Jonathan Turley wrote a great piece. They failed in their mission. They overpromised and underdelivered. We have all the evidence to prove. New evidence, things never seen before that going to prove that Donald Trump, you know, uh, uh, was responsible, organized, orchestrated. Now, to get to that narrative, they had to ignore testimony given to the January 6th committee by the former secretary of defense at the time and his chief of staff. And, of course, we have Mark Meadows and Donald Trump on record saying that uh, we were in the room. He authorized up to 20,000 guard troops uh why haven't they made a big deal about that but as they selectively edit what they want the american people to see they've shown a lot of donald trump's speech but they they kind of forget to remind people he said many of you will peacefully and patriotically march to the capitol so your voices will be heard you know they very conveniently left out the one person responsible for security at the capitol that person being nancy pelosi why didn't she take advantage of the National Guard? Why didn't she listen to the Capitol Police chief who for days was begging based on real security assessments that the possibility of violence was very real and he was requesting National Guard support and help? Why didn't she listen to him? Where's, where, where are their text messages and emails and phone records? Where's their testimony? Where are their subpoenas? Where's the Sergeant at Arms subpoenas? Where's Muriel Bowser's subpoena? You know, they they kept out key parts of the story because they that that's that they had a predetermined outcome. I mean, that's the bottom line here. And otherwise they would have, you know, if you had, the goal was to prevent it from ever happening again, they they would be asking those pertinent questions, finding getting to the bottom. How do you claim somebody organized, wanted, orchestrated is responsible for? this level of violence, but you have testimony that you won't show the American people of key people saying they're in the room as Trump authorized whatever's necessary to protect the Capitol, including National Guard troops. That's a big part of the equation. They don't want the truth. And if you care so much about violence and insurrection, you would think we'd have hearings on the 574 riots in the summer of 2020. Now, Democrats, that that was their base, So they didn't want to say anything, so many of them just remained totally silent and acted as though it wasn't happening. Then you had the other people lying, saying they're mostly peaceful while cities were burning and thousands of cops were being injured and billions in property damage and dozens of dead Americans. You know, forget about that. The newly woke U.S. Army Commander-in-Chief Joe Biden is now facing a recruiting crisis and it may be forced to downsize at a time when Russia, China, Iran are in full alignment together on the march. The U.S. Army is now projecting that for the next two years, it will massively fail to recruit as many troops as they've hoped for, falling short by nearly 40,000 new recruits. That is not good for military preparedness, that I can tell you. By the way, a PBS Marist poll, Biden's approval rating with independents has now sunk to a low of 28%. A majority of minorities now disapprove of Joe Biden. When you break it down demographically and look at race and income, geography, age, education, no group, no group mustered a majority of approval for Biden. I mean, this is not good. Anyway, it shows his approval rating with independents at an abysmal 28 percent, a majority of non white uh voters demographically fifty three percent disapprove of Biden's performance. Well what what is there to what is there to say that he did well? Why don't they ask the question? Uh random question. What would you say is the success of Joe Biden? The border? Law and order? Has he done a good job in our school system? You know, tell tell us where he's doing a really good job. Where has Joe Biden, you know, been successful? Because I don't see that he's been successful anywhere. Uh, What did I see this story earlier today? Um, And I couldn't believe it. It was like 128 teachers accused of inappropriate behavior with kids. I'll get to that later in the program. Just this year alone. How scary is that? You send your kids off to school. They're not even safe in school. Um, So the Democratic strategy of funding extreme right candidates in Republican primaries looks to be backfiring the candidate that was endorsed by Donald Trump won the Republican primary in Maryland last night. Uh, we talked about this a little bit with uh, our friend Dave Bossie on the show yesterday. Anyway, the new nominee, Dan Cox, believes that Joe Biden's 2020 election was the result of unconstitutional voting, rule changes, illegal ballot drop boxes. By the way, the Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled that they were illegal in that state. You know, that, that was my argument at the time and remains today. We need election integrity. Why don't Democrats want voter ID? Why are they against signature verification? Why why would you be against chain of custody control when mail-in ballots come in? They should all be under camera and video for the entire time until they are counted and when they are counted. Every state pretty much has laws that allow partisan observers to watch vote counting up close to, during elections that didn't happen in 2020 that's the law the law was not obeyed and you can't observe vote counting 100 feet away or 20 feet away or a thousand feet away or outside the building you can't watch it anyway so um the media mob for example that agree with uh dan uh, cox election deniers and they want to say this most people see and understand laws weren't followed. The Constitution of Pennsylvania is clear about the issue of whether or not people can vote by mail. And they have very, very strict... They have a lot of restrictions. Only under certain circumstances can you do it. The legislature passed a bill. Rather than go through the arduous legal process of a constitutional amendment, that that renders it unconstitutional. But if you adopt these measures... Voter ID, signature verification, chain of custody controls where you watch ballots from the moment they arrive to the moment that they're counted. And while they're counted and updated voter rolls and illegal immigrants shouldn't be allowed to vote like they can in Vermont and in New York City elections, as they had declared. Um, If if you don't have those measures, you're not going to have confidence in the results. You don't you're uh, you're abandoning all integrity in the process. Anyway, um, Biden announcing climate actions, but not yet a climate emergency uh, or an emergency declaration that would unlock new tools to drive down greenhouse gases. You know, th- this is what, where we are with all of this, and this is what is so frustrating and should be frustrating to all of you here, is we heard from Pete Buttigieg, and we'll go through this in detail today. We heard from Pete Buttigieg yesterday, and he was on CNBC today. The more pain we experience at the pump, the more benefit there is for those that can access electric vehicles. You know what the, so in other words, they want you to feel pain. They're saying it. Joe Biden said he would abandon fossil fuels. I'll eliminate it. I played that for you many times. The The higher price at the pump is by design. Now, nobody can give a rational explanation why they're willing to suck up to Russia and import 684 million barrels of oil last year like they did from Russia, or a million barrels from Iran like they did last year, the first time since the 1990s, or why they continue to beg OPEC to increase production, and why he's sucking up to the guy that he called the murderer of Jamal Khashoggi, uh, the the Saudi crown prince, uh, or why they're now even talking to Venezuela about what, what difference does it make? To Mother Earth, if you drill for oil in these countries that hate us, or you do it here. Because if you do it here, you do it cheaper, you do it faster, and you do it cleaner. So if we still have to recognize an undeniable truth, which is renewables, that technology is only 12%. I went over this in great specificity and detail. All they keep talking about, Buddha Judge, John Kerry, president uh, biden and and elizabeth uh, uh kamala harris and elizabeth warren they're all talking about the transition but in the meantime there's nothing to transition to we don't have the technology it's not available and by the way all your electric vehicles guess what they're using to power them gas and coal and fuel it's unreal how, how dumb and stupid they are and how they're willing to make you suffer because they think that it is the ends justifying the means for them. It's for the greater good of society. Great big lie in all of this, and, and we'll play some of these cuts uh, at the bottom of this half hour. Pete Buttigieg, the more pain we expect at the pump, the more benefit there is for those who can access electric vehicles. Great. John Kerry, the guy, I don't care that he owns a private jet. Good for him. No, know plenty of people that own them. And you know what? Good for them, too. It's a great mode of transportation. You can afford it. But don't lecture us about our SUVs. And don't lecture us about our uh, our need to pay more at the pump uh, because you want to accelerate, in the words of John Kerry, the transition to green energy. You know, or Pete Buttigieg, no one's saying mission accomplished on lower gas prices. No, you're saying that the more pain we experience, that the more benefit you're getting for your agenda. That's what you're saying. You know, it's, and then he dodges questions about, well, how are we going to replenish our strategic oil reserves? Especially now that Joe Biden has decided to reward China with most favored nation trading status, he's talking about eliminating tariffs and he's sending five million barrels of our strategic reserves to China. You know, the single biggest geopolitical foe we have today. You know, then he, then he. This is what a transition to green energy looks like. Well, what does it look like? It looks like we pay a fortune more. So that what? We're going to have more windmills and solar. And how do you store that energy? And then more people will be able to afford electric vehicles. Oh, The problem is it costs $20,000 on average more than a gas-powered automobile. Most people can't aff- afford it. And both of them saying, Kerry and Buttigieg, and by the way, add Biden to the list, we can and must act to res- reverse the worst effects of climate change. The climate advisor, Gina McCarthy, national climate advisor, says on fossil fuels, we're going to regulate strong, meaning tax more. It's unbelievable. Then you got this other guy, Biden's energy advisor, uh, Holstein is his name, it pushing limited oil usage. That means we all pay more at the pump. crazy
1: three hours a day every day the sean hannity show is back on the air
0: all right 25 to the top of the hour so biden you know it's almost laughable here comes an army of gas guzzling suvs i'm sure he took air force one he's in somerset massachusetts um i doubt he bicycled there and fell off his bike and anyway so takes air force one all the carbon emissions with it. Not that I'm, I'm not against it. It's just I'm not a hypocrite about it. Um, and then gets in his gas guzzling SUVs, the you know, beasts, if you will, driving him the presidential beast is the nickname for the, you know, whatever car president is in anyway, and goes to give a speech. Now, a question is lingering whether or not Joe Biden announced that he has cancer. Listen to what he said. My mother drove us and rather than us be able to walk, and guess what? The first frost, you know what was happening? You had to put on your windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. And why can't for the longest time Delaware
1: had the highest cancer rate in the nation?
0: That's why. Th- did I hear that right, Linda? Did he sure say it sounded he like it to cancer?
1: Me. It sounded like he said. That's why Planted, I and so many pl- others I, have Look, it. I
0: know this is. Now we'll I'm sure we'll get the walk back like we always do any minute now, but just play this again. It sounds like he says why well, and so many other damn people have cancer. Listen.
1: My mother drove us and rather than us be able to walk. And guess what? The first frost, you know what was happening.
0: you had to put on your windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. And why I can't for the longest
1: time. Delaware had the highest cancer rate in the nation.
0: That's why I and so many other people I grew up with had cancer. Okay, let's wait for the walk back. Um, we'll, we'll find out what that's all about. I mean, um, pretty unbelievable. Look, this. let me go through this and play this for you and then explain it to you. Let me pl- First, we have Biden's energy advisor, Amos uh, Hochstein who is the energy advisor pushing limited oil usage. Listen. What is the short term and the medium term so that we can make sure we have enough oil and gas to support us through the transition? And what are the kind of steps that we don't want the oil and gas industry to take that would have long-term consequences when we don't want uh, new major projects that would take 20 30 years to to become profitable so we have to make that differentiation to make sure that the american consumer has what it needs to grow to grow our economy and the global economy but not take steps and endanger the climate uh work that we're trying to do to make sure that we're on a better footing to accelerate the transition accelerate the transition that's all they keep saying accelerate the transition to green energy, and if in the short term it means you pay more now than later, then too bad for you, uh, John Kerry. Now, keep in mind, John Kerry owns a private jet, a Gulfstream. Made 48 trips since Biden took office, emitting over 300 metric tons of carbon. Uh, I could care less. That's up to him. Um, but the the reality is, he's about to take another trip for the White House. On climate change issues, John Kerry, uh, the most stuck-up person ever to be in Washington. Anyway, Kerry's spokesman saying that he probably will fly in a government jet. Oh, how many of you know that you, you have, as taxpayers, paid for an entire fleet of government jets used to ferry around cabinet officials, other government VIPs? Uh, You may not know this, Uh, we own a whopping, your government owns 924 aircraft across 11 agencies, 500 planes, most of which are, are jets, and over 400 helicopters. I mean, think about that. They're asking you to drive less, fly less, eat less, suffer in silence, pay more because of an urgent climate emergency, uh, while we make their great transition, as they call it, and they're jetting all over the world and a massive fleet of our government aircraft that we pay for, you pay for using jet fuel that you pay for, leaving a huge carbon footprint that they say that they're against. OK, and we're spending, you know, over six hundred million dollars every single year to maintain these this fleet of aircraft of the private aircraft of theirs. And John Kerry is saying, well, the world needs to accelerate the transition to green energy. Oh, well, you're going to fly around the world to bring that message with one big carbon footprint after another. I, I see how this works. Listen.
1: The challenge for all of us now is that no one country can solve this problem by itself. We all have to be able to reduce the emissions. We have to accelerate the transition. We're behind. We're not yet fulfilling the promises that we made in Glasgow so we have our work cut out for us the world needs
0: to accelerate the transition remember this this is now their new talking point and then we get to Pete Buttigieg yesterday your brilliant transportation secretary the Mayor Pete Mr. Pothole the more pain we experience at the pump the more benefit you can't make this up listen
1: the higher the, ga- the price of gas, then the the faster you reach that parity. Of course, the more pain we are all experiencing from the high price, price of gas, the more, pain, the more benefit there is the for those benefit. who can access electric vehicles. That's why Stop we're hoping right you and your colleagues. The
0: more pain we experience at the pump, the more benefit. Oh, Easy for him to say. I wonder how many tri- private jet trips he's taken. Uh, then he dodges a question. Now, remember, Joe Biden has, you know, with... Preferential treatment to any country that Hunter Biden did business with and made millions from. Not only is he thinking about lifting tariffs for China, our number one geopolitical foe, uh, but number two, uh, we know that he gave five million barrels of oil recently, released them out of our strategic petroleum reserves. And Pete Buttigieg's genius is asked about how do we replenish them?
1: One of the issues that the administration has kind of said this is helping things is the release of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. At what point do we run out of that oil? At what point does it need to be replenished? Well, that was a measure to stabilize oil prices, and uh, obviously that oil reserve gets built up over time when you have the opposite conditions, when you don't see the the, the kind of uh, uh, pressures on on supply and the kind of pressures on prices that we're living through right now. That's exactly why we have it, and uh, you know, I, I have a lot of uh, uh, regard for the decision. Decision making that went into setting the level, which was uh, uh, unprecedented in how large the release was, but still allowing the U.S. to maintain its strategic position and, and uh, reserves that are going to be needed uh, for other situations. Uh, obviously, I lock told us in you the at decision the time bailout.
0: it okay. is a, a Band-Aid solution. Now, had we, now, we're talking about they're releasing a million barrels a day. Now, we would have 900,000 barrels of Canadian oil flowing into this country daily had we finished the Keystone XL pipeline alone, you know, and then listen to Mayor Pete. He's on the talking point. This is what a transition to green energy looks like. Listen,
1: it seems like a real quandary at this point to
0: try to do these to near term, try to do these things when near term. We need power. We need energy. So how do you declare, well, I would say how, how do you declare a climate crisis in the middle of an actual weather crisis?
1: Well, look, uh, obviously those those two things are closely related. I mean, it's uh, more than 100 degrees in London today, or at least it was yesterday. Uh, we've seen things happen in the Pacific Northwest in the U.S. that are supposed to be basically all but statistically impossible, and they're happening more and more often. But this is what a transition looks like, right? This is exactly the challenge that we're living through. You can't flip a switch. You can't do it overnight.
0: Oh, you can't flip. So in the meantime... They put every restriction imaginable into domestic production of oil, gas, and coal, the lifeblood of the world's economy, and they're willing to do business with Russia, Iran, Venezuela, Saudi Arabia, and OPEC. How does that make any sense at all whatsoever? This is what a transition to green energy looks like. And he said, don't expect gas prices, previously he had said, to go down until we reach uh renewable energy independence what is renewables now i'm going to go through this so everybody understands exactly what we're talking about here now remember they're now saying they don't care about the pain you're feeling paying record high prices at the gas pump or record high prices for every item you buy at every store you go to because it costs more to ship it there to truck it there uh they want your energy bills to be higher and they will be higher food prices will be higher there are significant consequences, and the technology that they're fantasizing about does not exist. You know, this is nothing more than window dressing as they drive their SUVs like Joe Biden did today and take fly their private jets that you pay for. I mean, it's unbelievable because they want to transform the country. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. If you need a barrel of oil, why import it when you have plenty of domestic reserves here when you can do it cleaner, faster, and cheaper? doesn't make sense. But for climate cult alarmists, you know, this is the price we'll pay. If Americans feel the pain enough, then Americans will want to make the switch with them. So we're going to force the spinach right down your throat, whether you like it or not. They don't even have the technology to make the transition. You know, more pain, more benefit. That's their motto. You know, and keep in mind the average cost of an electric vehicle is over twenty grand more than a gas powered car. Now which of how many of you out there in Radio Land can afford the extra twenty grand, especially when two thirds of Americans are now living paycheck to paycheck because of these horrific policies? You know, average person that drives to work paying two grand more in gas prices this year than last. A working couple, two people, now because of Biden's inflation He's paying on average six thousand eight hundred dollars more for everything they buy, every item they buy, compared to last year. You know, remember, uh, on top of all of this, you know, the great experience of Mayor Pete, what filling in potholes in South Bend. You know, he 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 wasn't appointed to make uh, our our roads, bridges, and airports safer, more efficient. No, he's he wants to foster a fundamental transition to his green socialist utopia. Because remember. The Green New Deal isn't about the environment. It's about, remember, guaranteed government jobs, guaranteed government salaries, wages, guaranteed government health care, guaranteed government retirement, guaranteed government healthy food. You get the idea. So they now are all using the same talking point that we've got to accelerate the transition. Transition to what? You know, if you look at a new electric Hummer, Vehicle produces more carbon emissions than a gas powered Chevy Malibu. Uh, it was Thomas Massey yesterday telling Buddha Judge that electric car uses four times the electricity of an air conditioner. You know, David Solomon, Goldman Sachs CEO saying Biden administration is, uh, has to recognize inflation is not transitory. Yeah, because they're creating it. How much of this inflation is caused by their energy failure and their energy policies? And by the way, those batteries but it cost. Somebody told me it costs them fifteen grand to replace them on an electric vehicle. Anyway, what do you make? How do we make it a battery uh, for an electric vehicle? Well, they're usually comprised of nickel, cobalt, aluminum, manganese, which are all mined with heavy equipment using diesel. The battery constantly needs to be plugged in and recharged. Eighty percent of our power to recharge the batteries comes from oil, gas, and coal. So the you know, extreme cost to build, operate, along with this very small energy output, wind, solar, and other forms of renewables. All right, so we've tried it, and at our best, we've only been able to get twelve percent of our energy from wind, solar, and all these, quote, renewables that they're counting on. So for the foreseeable future, none of this is going to be a reality, but yet they're forcing it down your throat. And in order to maintain the transition, Biden is restricting American fossil fuel production, refinery capacity, and they're trying to make up the deficit by kissing the asses of of these countries that are hostile to the U.S. And how stupid are we that we're making Russia, Iran, Venezuela, Saudi Arabia, OPEC countries rich again? The price of a barrel of oil after Joe failed to convince the crown prince to produce more energy uh, went up dramatically because they basically were cold to the idea. He'd already been rejected enough. No wonder only 31% new poll out today supports Biden in the Quinnipiac poll. Who can support this madness? By the way, I found that article I was referring to. At least 181 K-12 through educators have been charged with child sex crimes in the first half of 2022. 140 of the arrests, 77% involved alleged sex crimes against students. Oh, more great news for our school system. Can you imagine? And all they want to talk about is January 6th. We're, and they're mad at the Secret Service because the Secret Service apparently has a phone change-out program and they didn't save texts from January 5th and 6th from 2020 that they're now asking for. This is a disaster. According to the, this is all they want to talk about. Then, of course, you get the stunt people acting like they're arrested yesterday. The squad, AOC, Congresswoman Talib, and what, 15 other people arrested uh for protesting at the supreme court and they were given three warnings and then they followed the law and they were arrested they weren't handcuffed that only happens to people like peter navarro for being charged with a misdemeanor let's put him in leg shackles and handcuffs hey if you want a firearm that is easier to transport you gotta check out the u.s survival rifle from our friends at henry repeating arms Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that can be a lot of money. But are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help.